This is Action Podcast with Paul Bailey and Chris Jansen. Hey Chris, I did a blog post uh, a few weeks ago on uh, on change and the fear of change, and I wanted to bounce a couple of ideas off you, if that's all right. Go for it, yep. Okay. Um, basically, I was, uh, I was talking on my blog post that... Uh, Sometimes it really surprises me when a client is completely and utterly avoiding change. Um, almost like it's, it's it's such a horrific thought that they, they would much rather be in the discomfort of remaining where they are right now and the position they're in, uh, rather than do anything about it. Have you had that kind of experience too? Uh, yeah, of course, all the time, both in my own personal life and with with. Uh with clients or with colleagues and it's you know change is one of those one of those funny things as i say the only thing only thing constant in this world is change mm. and a lot of people do struggle with change and as you say they try as you said a lot of people do avoid change like the plague but really what's probably happening is they're getting held back by some fear that they have about what that change process is going to take what it's going to require or oftentimes what it's going to cause that person to have to face yeah, absolutely. And one thing I have really noticed as well is it's it's the the significance that somebody puts on to how uh, how uncomfortable this change is going to make them feel also depends on how close it is in their timeline. So if if it's just, you know, a few days or a few weeks away, it seems to be quite overpowering at times where if you think about some change that's quite far off into the future, uh, quite often that's less intimidating, although it may seem a lot less achievable, but at, at least it's so far away, it's not really going to concern you so much. Well, yeah, it's like it's kind of like the old the old school paper, right? You're not really going to worry about it until the night before. Yeah. And you know, the, <laughs> thing, the thing is that with the school paper, you know you're going to have to get it done. And you know the paper is still going to be there. But when going through a change and trying to decide um, – or are recognizing perhaps at some point in time something is going to have to change. Um, people often have, live a bit on a, on a wish and a prayer that something is just going to somehow magically change that either will remove the pain that they're trying to avoid or um, or something else will happen that just makes it easier for them. But 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 really, if people really want to get the most out of out of a situation or make the, get control of their life, they they, want, they really have to step up and make that conscious decision to make a change. Yeah. I mean, quite often some of the changes that people are actually um, stressing over and probably, I guess, quite rightly so, are, are, are things that are usually quite significant, such as um, moving out of the, their, their parents' house and, and getting their own place or or maybe um, taking voluntary redundancy at the moment, which is <laughs> quite rife right now. It's mm. a lot of people being offered it, and some people are taking it up and taking and taking that challenge. And uh, others are, are are paralyzed almost by by the opportunities that that uh, they are being offered, but are just unable to take them through the fear of change. Yeah, and focusing a bit on the on that fear, because I think through all you know the research and a lot of the reading that I've done, that really always was what it boils down to. And it's often, you know, I guess there's a couple of main drivers within that. Is people are sometimes there's the fear of the unknown, the mm-hmm. fear of if I did accept volunteer redundancy or if I was made redundant, um, just that that fear that uh, you know I'll be out of a job and it's a recession and money's hard to come by and there aren't many jobs there, and it's just the fear of where what is going to happen to me, a fear that are is often outside of our control yeah. to a certain extent, of course. Mm-hmm. 
you know, you can't necessarily create new jobs all the time. Uh, of course, you can always make the most of that opportunity and go and sell yourself hard on, on different opportunities. But for some, a lot of times, it, it's it's the fear of the unknown. I think mm. another another co- very common fear is is well, it's a simple fear of getting outside your comfort zone. Yeah, it's I've been in this situation for a long time now. Maybe it's a relationship, and you're considering maybe it's a time to change, and you know, you bring in all those other thoughts of, well, but I'm still in with the family. I really enjoy this, these aspects. I know it's not right long term, but so much of it is good. Maybe I should just wait it out rather mm. than actually facing it head on. And yes, you know, sometimes that can work. But I think really when we want to help people and we want people really want to break through and really get a breakthrough that really builds our confidence, it's all about just taking control and, and making those decisions um, on your own and not, not hoping that something's going to give in. So what are some of the, the, the things, what are the tools or exercises or, or, or things that people can do to alleviate some of this fear of change? What would you recommend to them? That's a good question, Paul. I think, I think there's some really practical things that, um, that gets people not only clear on the situation, but it's amazing how a simple thing like writing down your thoughts or writing down the evaluation of the situation, getting it on paper. It's amazing how simple it is that when you read something on paper, the emotion is often so much dissipates. Mm. Yeah, that negativity or that, that worry that you've got swirling around in your head, when you actually start to write it down and you describe the, the circumstance without any emotion. Yep. Like you, can, you can simply describe. So let's, let's talk, for example, um, uh, let, let's say a redund- redundancy situation. Yes. And, you know, people can be really caught up in fear of uh, not being out of work, losing some income, etc. If you wrote down on a piece of paper that I have, I am no longer working at my company. I now need to look for a new opportunity and start listing out those new opportunities. Even that as a simple, simple action without any emotion behind it can really help Reduce the emotion. Sure, it doesn't make the it doesn't make the problem go away, but you can now are, are able to face that problem with less negativity uh, and less burden, and it just puts you in a more positive place to be able to tackle those issues. Yeah, absolutely. I, I do find sometimes with my clients, if I if we get them into a future frame of mind mm. and work through. Um, okay, yeah, like like you say, if I okay, I'm unemployed right now. What would I be doing? to try and move myself onto the next step? Would it be um, rewriting my CV? Would it be taking any job, bar work, shop work, whatever I need to do to, to make ends meet whilst I look for another job? And actually getting them to almost experience what it would be like for them to actually be in that position. It'll, it's, it sounds a little scary when you first think about it, but when you actually start to talk through the scenarios and how you would react to different um, external uh, interference from other people and, and mm. how they would react and what would you do. It just, it takes the sting out of it. Yes. And um, you're right. When you're dealing with, with the fear in the, in the context of a change, you're right. There is a whole lot of sting. And then it feels like there's a whole family of wasps <laughs> <laughs> down, down your pants or something. Um, and I think uh, I think you're right. Being more future focused, obviously, um, and, and taking advantage of that opportunity to, to kind of create or design an oppor- the ideal situation you want to be in. 
Um, I think the other thing, really interesting thought that you mentioned earlier is ask yourself this kind of simple question or do some simple analysis of what is, what is more important to you? What is more powerful for you? The fear of going through the change or the fear of not changing at all? Mm. And I think when you talk about the fear of not changing at all, that probably more, is more powerful when it applies to perhaps some broader situations, like we, like we mentioned already, getting a new job or changing careers or perhaps starting a new relationship or committing to a relationship or, or trying to end a relationship. Um, or also from a health perspective, is it more, is the, would you like the fear to be more powerful of trying to exercise a little bit more or trying to improve your diet a little bit more? Yeah. Or is it more powerful, um, what it would be, what your life is going to be like if you don't make any change, if yeah. you remain in your current unhealthy, overweight self? Yeah, I mean, you've you've mentioned before about um, the power of, of sort of pull motivation, but yeah. sometimes the push motivation can also be just yes. as powerful. So if you if you can actually use that fear to motivate you, but in the right direction. So instead of the fear of change, the using that fear of remaining the same and being trapped and mm. having to get out and do something about it. Yeah. If you can use that fear and channel it then you can actually start making some really yeah. significant change in your life. Yeah, absolutely. And when you're talking about those kind of things of channeling that fear, channeling that energy, a really great exercise. And it, I admit it sounds a bit, perhaps a bit kooky or whatever, whatever adjective <laughs> we want to use, uh, perhaps a bit unusual if people haven't done this kind of thing before. But, you know, people can listen to us as we're talking here and say, yeah, yeah, those guys have a couple good, interesting points. Uh, I, should, I should try to adopt that at some point. Yeah. Or... Just when I get through this busy period, uh, then I'll sit down and I'll try to think about it. No, the time to act is now. The time to act is is when you're in that moment, and, and you need to make time to make these make this do this kind of analysis, do this kind of thinking around the problem. And the the simple little exercise is, is as we said, it's it's it can't be to really make a difference, to really make that change. It can't just be an intellectual exercise. You can't just sit there and think. Or sit there and try to debate all these things in your head. You've got to, one, you've got to get it down on paper. And mm -hmm. two, even more powerful is if you actually get your whole body into it. And, and what I mean by that is wherever you may be, whether you're um, driving your car, if you're standing in your, in your, in your home, is to actually, you know, do some closed eye exercise. Close your eyes and think about what is it actually, what would my life actually be like a year from now or two years from now or five years from now if I did not make this change? Yeah. How much pain would I have? How much, how, how attractive would I be to myself? How attractive would I be to other people? Would I get the results I want? And really, really fill your body with the emotions that you would have. Would you be disappointed? Would you be more fearful? Would you be more sad? Um, and work through that and get a real sense, really associate yourself to the emotions of not changing. And then, of course, do it the opposite way as well. How great would it feel if you made this change? How great are you going to feel three years from now once you've changed that career or you got out of that relationship? How free are you going to feel? And really guide that through. And that's something certainly coaches can help with yeah. is, is guiding you through that process, whether it's a one-off process or it's a more longer conversation or, or a series of conversations. But I think, um, I think that's, that's the biggest thing that I found in my journey is that uh, how much fear does hold us back. And the more you can as you say, channel that energy in a different way. And it's not that hard, but it takes a little guidance if you're not familiar with it. 
Yeah, and if you if you want to really simplify it, just get a piece of paper, line down the middle, one side, what will happen if I remain the same, the other side, what will happen if I change and move towards what I think will be a better life. Yeah, absolutely. And write them all down and as you said, I said at the beginning of the podcast, write the, writing something down usually takes a little bit of the fear, a little bit of the sting out of it and uh, makes things easier to work out. Absolutely. So I think we've given our listeners a, a bunch of things to think about tonight. So I think that's all the time we've got for tonight, Paul. That's it. Yeah. And we'll speak to you soon. You will do. Take care, Chris. Thanks very much. Cheers. Bye-bye. So in today's podcast, we were talking about change and how you can deal with the fear that quite often comes with change. It's really important to get clear exactly what your fears are. So it's a good idea to write them down without any emotion, and then you can really start to see what's causing them and how to deal with them. Next, why don't you compare what would happen if you did change versus what would happen if you stayed the same? And if you really need some help with this, get yourself a coach and you'll be working through these fears and changing before you know it. Good luck. Enjoy. Enjoy.